Today we're looking in the book of Proverbs chapter number 3. The book of Proverbs chapter number 3. We're going to read verses 5 and 6. Proverbs chapter number 3 this morning. Began reading with verse number 5 and also reading verse number 6. The wisdom writer writes and he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. This morning I want to talk to you about detours. Detours. Father, I thank you today for the word of the Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, that uh, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. Thank you, Father, for the power of your word, the direction of your word, the healing of your word, the help of your word. God, I pray today if there are those that might be here today and they're on some type of detour in their life, God, I pray that you will help them to understand that you're with them even in the detour and, Lord, that you're still working in their life. You haven't abandoned them and you're going to get them back on the main road very soon. Let your anointing break every yoke of hindrance and bondage today for the glory of God. All of God's people said, praise the Lord. You may be reseated this morning. Well, nobody likes a detour. Here you are sailing along, making good time, when all of a sudden you find yourself in the middle of a detour. Now, sometimes detours are forced on us. There's no way around them. We had nothing to do with it. It's forced on us. And yet, and yet sometimes we are detoured because of a wrong turn that we have made or a missed road or an exit that we drove on by. Let me suggest today that life offers us many detours as well. And some of these detours are forced on us. They're, they're, there's no way around it. There's, there's nothing we can do about it. They, they are forced on us. And some come to us because we took a wrong turn or we chose the wrong road to travel down. The wisdom writer wrote in our text that if we will place our complete trust in the Lord, and if we will do our very best to look for the road that God has chosen for us to travel, if we will seek Him for direction in our life, He said that God then will guide and direct us and God will make sure that we are indeed heading down the right road and that we are indeed on the road that God has chosen for our life. We need to understand this this morning, and that is just because we experience detours in our life, that in and of itself does not necessarily mean that we're on the wrong road. Because God uses everything in our life. Yes, even the detours God uses to make and mold and fashion us. And how many understand that's what this life is all about anyway? It is God making and molding and fashioning us and conforming us into the image of His dear Son. 
Well, as you begin to read the Bible, it's not long until you discover some people who experienced detours in their life. Men like Joseph, Job, the Apostle Paul, and the list goes on and on. So as we begin to talk about detours this morning, there are four things that I want to call your attention to, four things I want to suggest to us today about detours. Let me suggest, first of all, that, that detours tempt us to complain. I, I don't know about you, but the first thing I usually do when a detour takes me off the main road is I begin to complain. I don't have time for this, I say. Oh, I've got places to go and people to see and things to do. And in my planning to get from point A to point B, I had not left myself any room for error. No time had been added to my travel time for a detour. The Bible says that Joseph had a dream. And in this dream, Joseph saw himself as a ruler. He saw himself in the palace. And yet all of a sudden, he comes up against a detour. Joseph, who, who is on his way to the palace, discovers himself in a pit. How do you get from the pit to the palace. No doubt Joseph did a, a little complaining. Uh, oh, what am I doing in this pit? No doubt he said to himself, when I am supposed to be in a palace. And Joseph, if you would read the story, would experience other detours along the road to the palace as well. And consider Job. Job, God's MVP. God says, there's nobody in the whole world like Job. And here he is, Job, sailing along smoothly on the road of life. I mean, he has it all, man. He has family, he has friends, he has finances, he has favor with God. But out of nowhere, Job experienced a detour that drastically changes his circumstances. What did I do to deserve this? No doubt he thought. And the Bible says that eventually he would even curse the day of his birth. How about the Apostle Paul? Oh, oh the head honcho of the New Testament church. All oh, things were going pretty well for him in life. And then one day, a detour. A thorn in the flesh to harass him. And perhaps Paul said to himself, Really? Really, I don't have time for this. I've got a worldwide ministry to run. Let me tell you, friend, when we experience detours in our life, when something forces us off the main road, detours tempt us to complain. Here's what I've learned. Complaining only makes matters worse. I have never yet 
improved anything by complaining. Complaining only makes matters worse. And complaining keeps us from clear thinking. It's, it's hard for us to think clearly when we are in the midst of, of complaining. And complaining drains our strength. And we never need our strength more than when we are on a detour. Here's, here's what I have learned. And that is that most detours are not mistakes. Most detours are not mistakes. They are a part of God's plan for our life. You see, God wastes nothing, not even the detours of life. Second thing I want to call your attention to about detours, I, I love this second point. Detours take us to places we wouldn't ordinarily go. Detours take us to places we wouldn't ordinarily go. Neither Joseph nor Job nor Paul would have planned the detours that they would experience in their life. And yet I suggest to you today that all three of these men were better men because of their detour experience. Hey, think about this this morning. Listen, this is good. Write it down. Sometimes, maybe it is in your notes, I can't remember, but sometimes there are people that need to influence our life. And these people are not always found in the everyday and main road of our life. And so the detour takes us to a place we would not ordinarily go in order to meet a particular person that we would otherwise never meet. And this person is often the key to our future success. Recently, my wife and I went to Lubbock for a memorial service. Now, in the past, when my wife and I would make the trip to Lubbock, we would travel uh, down I-20 to the Snyder exit, and there at the Snyder exit, we would take that exit and take that highway to Lubbock. Well, this time, instead of just going, you know, where we were, where, how we knew to go, this time we put the address of the memorial service in our GPS and took off, expecting it to take us basically the same route. Well, before we get to Weatherford, the GPS says to get off of I-20 and go through Mineral Wells. Now, now I, I know, or I knew, I know now, but I knew this was taking us off of the main road. I knew that it was taking us on to some, to some smaller, narrower, more winding roads. I, I really didn't know what this, what this route was going to be like, but, but we had plenty of time to spare. And so we decided to take what was in my mind a detour. What I discovered was that this detour brought to me what I would never have experienced on the main road of I-20. 
For instance, Ricky, there was not one 18-wheeler running me off of the road. I, I don't remember one 18-wheeler on the road. Coming up behind me at, you know, 10 feet from me, you know, get over, man, you know, blaring his horn. I, there, there was not one 18-wheeler running me off of the road. There was not bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. In fact, there was hardly any cars on this road at all. And there was some beautiful scenery along the way. It really was. It was calm. It was peaceful. It was relaxing. I actually enjoyed the trip. And if you can enjoy the trip from the Metroplex to Lubbock, Texas. But in all honesty, I enjoyed the trip. And I'm going to tell you that when I go to Lubbock next time, I will not go down I-20, but will instead take the scenic route. Because my detour took me to places I would not ordinarily go. I've taken some detours in my life. Taken some detours in my ministry. And some were God-directed. One or two were probably because I took the wrong road. I didn't do it intentionally. I didn't do it out of rebellion. I took the wrong road mostly because I wasn't paying close enough attention. I took the wrong road mostly because I lost my focus on the main road. Here's what I have learned about detours that you bring on yourself. God doesn't abandon you in the detour. Now you, you might not and probably will not experience God's best for you during this time. But listen, He is still with you and He will eventually get you back onto the main road that He has chosen for your life so that he can once, you can once again enjoy His best blessing. Talking about detours this morning. Detours, they, they tempt us to complain. They, they take us to places we wouldn't ordinarily go. And I mean, Let me suggest number three. They teach us lessons we would not have learned. They teach us lessons we would not have learned. There are a host of lessons that we can learn from detours. Number one... In the detour, we learn to appreciate the main road. We learn to appreciate the main road. It's too bad that the only time we appreciate what we have is when we no longer have it. I'll never forget resigning a church 
And after my resignation, I had a lady come to me, bawling her eyes out, putting me right under the Trinity, telling me I was the greatest gift to that church they had ever had. Didn't know if the church could survive without me. I didn't even know the lady liked me. Too bad the only time we appreciate what we have is when we no longer have it. Somebody said, you don't appreciate the water till the well runs dry. Let me admonish you this morning. If you were on the main road, oh, if you were in the center of God's perfect will for your life, do not take it for granted. Do not take it for granted. Do not develop an attitude of entitlement. Do not grumble about the little pebbles that irritate you on the path. Appreciate where you are. Be thankful for what you have. Because you see, if not God, God might just have to take you on a little detour in order to teach you to appreciate the main road. I think I need to write a book about this. It's good stuff. Let me suggest number two, detours. will also teach you, number two, to pay closer attention to the signs. Detours, especially those detours that you take on your own because you missed a turn or missed a road or barreled through or whatever, they will teach you, if you will listen and watch and pay attention, they will, they will teach you to pay closer attention to the sign. You see, sometimes we miss our turn and get on the wrong road because we didn't pay attention to the signs. I remember the number one main detour of my ministry in my life. I chose to take a different road than the one that I was on. Before I actually made the turn, before I actually took the road, when there was still time to change my mind and stay on the main road, the signs were there. But I ignored the warning signs. I, I ignored the warning signs. I ignore, ignored the warning bells that were going off in my spirit. And I proceeded on to a detour that I could have avoided. Some of you, the wheels are turning. You're thinking back. Just don't look at your spouse. They might think you're thinking about when they... Never mind. Let me tell you that it took me two and a half years to get off of the detour and back onto the main road. One of the things I learned in this detour was to pay closer attention to the signs so that I will not miss any more turns or take the wrong road again. And one of the signs is a sign of peace. And Colossians 3 and 15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. 
Friend, if you, if you don't have peace in your heart after praying diligently about a certain direction or road that you are considering to take, let me help you today. Don't take, don't take the road. Stay off of that road if it is in your power to choose because in this time, if this is probably a detour that is going to get you off of the main road that God has chosen for you. The good news is God will not desert you on this road, but this road won't bring with it the abundance that the main road will either. So pay close attention to the signs. Detours also teach us who we are traveling with is more important than the road we are on. See, some detours we cause ourselves. Other detours are God-ordained. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather be on a detour with God than to stay on the main road without Him. Because God has told me in my ministry in time past, God has taken me on some turns, and God has told me to do some things that nobody else believed that can't be God. But it was God. And I've had to take some roads and I've had to take some detours in my life and in my ministry when nobody understood and everybody was telling me, Benson, you're on the wrong road. But in time it proved it was a God-ordained detour. It, wasn't, it looked like a detour to me and to others, but to God it was not. It was his divine purpose in my life. So I'd rather be on a detour with God than to stay on the main road without him. I'd rather be on a detour with my wife than be on the main road without her. And true character comes out in the detours of life. My wife has been faithful to me during the detours as well as when we were sailing along smoothly on the main road. And neither one of us have ever pointed an accusing finger at the other when choosing a wrong road placed us both on a detour. Notice the last lesson I have learned in the detours of life, and that is detours are temporary. The detour might be bumpy, it might be rough, it might be full of curvy roads, But the detour is only temporary. In life's detours, learn the lessons you need to learn as quickly as possible. Oh, you see, the sooner you learn the lesson of the detour, the sooner the detour will be behind you. And once again, you'll be sailing along on the main road. Detours. We all experience them. How many of you ever experienced a detour? Sometimes they're inevitable. Sometimes they are God-ordained and God-directed. Sometimes they are brought on by us choosing the wrong road or missing a turn or barreling through. Detours tempt us to complain and they take us to places we wouldn't ordinarily go and they teach us lessons we would not have learned. 
The fourth thing about detours this morning, that is they test our patience. Joseph, Job, and Paul, all three of these guys had their patience tested in the detour. Sad thing about it is most of us fail the test, which causes us to have to be tested again. Detours tend to slow you down, and most of us are in a hurry. Some detours cause you to miss your appointment because, because you didn't give yourself any margin for error, didn't give yourself any time for, for, for detours or problems along the way. Oh, sometimes God allows a detour in our life to teach us patience and to teach us to slow down a little. James 1, verse 2 through 4, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Would you give me a little bit of liberty here? I don't think we do it no injustice to say, Oh, count it all joy when you find yourself in a detour, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. I have often wondered what my life would be like today had I not taken the most major detour of my life. What, what, what would things be like with me, with them, with the situation? I've often wondered what, what my life would be like today if only, only I would pay, had paid more attention to the signs. On the other hand, what characteristics that define me today would not be there if I hadn't taken the detour. I believe I'm a better person. I believe I'm a stronger person. And I definitely know I'm a more grateful person. Because of the lessons I learned that I would not have learned without the detour. Romans chapter 5, verse 3 and 4, we can rejoice when we run into problems or when we run into detours because they help us develop patience and endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. If we could get the worship team back in place this morning, please. My subject today has been detours. 
Perhaps you find yourself on a detour in your life right this very moment. Maybe you brought this detour on yourself by choosing the wrong road or missing a turn somewhere back. How you weren't paying close enough attention to the signs. The signs were there, but you ignored the signs. could be that the detour that you are on right now is there by divine placement. Perhaps God has placed this detour in your life because he wants to take you somewhere you would not ordinarily go. And he knows the only way he's going to get you there is by detour. Perhaps he wants to teach you some lessons that can only be learned on the detour. Could be one or more of the lessons that I talked about in point number three or it could be some other lessons that he wants you to learn. Perhaps there's a person that will be influential to you and influential to your future that can only be met could be that he is using the detour to test your patience and strengthen your endurance. Here's what I know for sure. What I know that I know that I know that I know that I know. Whether we're on the main road or on the detour, God is with us. He won't waste anything in our life. And He uses everything that happens to us in life to conform us into the image of His dear Son. And that's what it's all about anyway. Most of us are consumed with a destination. It's all about the destination. And to us, the faster we can get there, the better. But God is consumed with the process. God is more interested in the process than He is the destination. He is more interested in our character. He is more interested in who we are becoming. He is more interested in what we will be this morning, can you trust God to use this detour to help develop you? Can you trust Him to get you back on the main road in His time? I want to tell you, in two and a half years on the detour there, there were several opportunities. I thought God could get me back on the main road. Really good opportunities, God, right here. Well, this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. 
Then one day God said, this is it. And he got me off the detour. The detour I took on my own, but a detour that God never abandoned me. I didn't have God's best in the detour, but I still had God. Still had his blessing. Didn't have the abundance I have in the perfect will of God. there, sustaining, leading, directing, guiding, helping, teaching. Aren't you glad God is a God of the tools as well as a God of the main world? Would you stand with me this morning? I want to read my text one more time. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6. The wisdom writer says, Oh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Say all of your heart. On your own understanding. Don't try and figure it out. And if it makes sense, it's probably not God. It made sense for one of David's big brothers to take on the burly lion. God's will is David. to the Lord with all of your heart. Oh, lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge Him in everything you do. Put Him first. In everything you do, seek His will. In everything you do, oh, seek to follow the Lord. And if you trust in the Lord with your whole heart and you refuse to to your own understanding and you acknowledge and put God as Lord over your life, He will direct your Father, I thank you today for the word of the Lord today. Father, I believe this this is a powerful word today. I believe this is an instructing word. I believe this is an encouraging word. I believe this is a healing word. I believe this is a helping word today. God, I just pray today, Lord, I, I don't know who needed this word today. I, I don't know. Maybe somebody needs it tomorrow. Thank you for this word today, and I pray, Lord, that we will embrace your word. We will learn from your word and be taught by your word today. Help us this morning, we pray.